You're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is an American History Podcast where each week I, earbuds owner, drinker of water, lover of monarch butterflies, Dave Anthony reads a story from American history to his friend. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. In any way, are those planned? Is there any part of you? I want to. I want to inside the actors' studio this for a minute. Are there? Are you walking around and are you going? That'd be a good one. Or are you? Because either way, it's a dumb answer. But are you? Are you like? Did you see Monarch Butterflies recently or something? I never agreed to go behind the curtain. It's just so stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I never agreed to allow the public into how the magic is made. There's, there. This is not how the magic is made. This is how, like, wiener schnitzel hot dogs are made. Mystery. There needs to be a mystery to all things that are wonderful. I'm sorry I asked giving you the, this, this tone, this, like, you know, just... It's not okay how you're talking. The sausage is made the way the sausage is made, and you don't get to yeah, know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> believe me, I'm not trying to eat the sausage. Um, Dave, shut up. Uh, <laughs> we should let everyone know that we have a. Uh, uh, we are coming to your town July 14th. You can stay at home because we will be doing another, our second Moment House show, July 14th. That's Thursday, July 14th. Uh, Live virtual dollop. This is where Dave will have uh, media queued up and pictures and all this stuff. We also, uh, in the fall, will be going back on tour uh, in a van. I don't know if people are aware of this. You can go to our Instagram, uh, the dollop Instagram, if you want to see... A lot of uh, van stuff. We're really rocking this van. It is. It's. Uh, it still beats flying, but it's crazy. It's what a van plosion. Some fans we named the van Steve Van Seagal. So we've. It's a testament. The van has a ponytail, uh, and it's bald on top. So October nineteenth will be in Columbus, Ohio. October twentieth will be in Pittsburgh. October twenty first will be in Cleveland. October twenty seventh we will be in Grand Rapids. October twenty eighth will be in Royal Oak, Michigan. November third will be in Nashville. November fourth will be in Louisville. November fifth will be in St. Louis. November sixth will be in Indianapolis. And November eighth we will be in Kansas City. And you can go to dollappodcast.com for uh, ticket link information and all that jazz. And then I, Dave... Oh, and I should mention the Moment House show is at 6 p.m. Pacific time, uh, if you want to check that out. So, you know, it's perfect for everybody. July 15th, I will be at Blue Note in Napa, California. Shows are two shows, Friday night, 6.30 and 9 p.m. And then July 17th at 7.30, I'll be in San Francisco at Cobb's Comedy Club recording a... uh, crowd work special so uh join me for that you can go to garethreynolds.com for a ticket link and information all those shows are uh masked so you have to have a mask on your face uh to enjoy those shows but please come join me garethreynolds.com uh we are brought to you in part by everlane and we at the dollop here of course uh very interested in taking care of the environment also very interested in taking care of people making sure that people uh, have decent jobs and work in good conditions. 
and uh, that's why we like Everlane. You stick to what's important. It shows in everything you're going to do, and Everlane is committed to doing the right thing from start to finish. That means partnering with responsible factories and ensuring every piece of clothing looks and feels great for years to come. And this is what all clothing companies should be doing now, especially with where we are in the world. I uh, Right now, I'm currently wearing a uh, slate gray chino by Everlane and a nice T-shirt. I don't even know what the T-shirt's called. Let's call it the Everlane T-shirt. Looks great, feels great, very comfortable. Great clothes. They look sleek, they look nice. Most importantly, socially responsible factories through third-party audits with certified partners. Uh, they got quality materials, and they're focusing on durability and longevity, which also very important for the environment. And they have true cost transparency, so you have the right to know what the actual price of making your clothes is, and Everlane shows you the cost behind the production of every single piece, from materials to labor to duties to transport. And with Everlane, you get designer quality without a designer markup. So look, if you want to do things right, you want to help take care of people, you want to help take care of the environment, you need clothes. If you want to do things differently, from your core to your closet, Shop Everlane. Go to everlane.com slash dollop and sign up for 10% off your first order. That's 10% off your first order when you go to everlane.com slash dollop and sign up. Everlane, helping people live their best lives with the least impact on the planet. We're also brought to you in part by Keeps. Look, most guys don't like losing their hair. It's a bummer. Makes you feel like you're getting older. Maybe you feel like you don't look as good. Losing a little bit of confidence. Well, now there's an answer. You have Keeps. They have prescription medication that's delivered at home. They got hair loss treatment. Uh, They got online doctor consultations. They got the whole thing. So you can just call up and deal with it right from the house. Two out of three men are going to experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. Uh, Over 50 million men in the U.S. have male pattern baldness. And there's only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. So Keeps offering a simple, affordable, stress-free way to... Keep your hair via convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home. They got 24-7 care and support. Keeps us a network of experienced medical advisors, prescribers, care specialists to support you in making your hair goals a reality. And low cost. Treatment starts at just 10 bucks a month and Keeps offers generic versions of the two FDA-approved medications that prevent hair loss. So treatment plans are affordable. So Keeps has everything your hair needs delivered straight to your door with discreet packaging and proven results. And I like that discreet packaging. <clears throat> and prevention is the key. Treatments can take uh, like four to six months to see results, so act fast. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com dollop to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com dollop to get your first month free. keeps.com dollop. Seventeen ninety nine, year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Were they doing a, a lot of the like? Man, can you believe it's almost eighteen hundred? What's it going to be sure. like? You know, your I'm pocket sure. watch is going to stop working at that point. I'm actually going to the mountains to live in a cave with a bunch of well water. That's right. Rice. So, Aaron uh, Aaron Burr and his fellow. Democratic Republicans lose uh, control of the New York State Assembly elections, and Aaron is loses his election too. So he's no longer in the New York State Assembly. So okay. he goes back to working as a lawyer in New York City. Okay. Um, in December uh, uh, twenty two seventeen ninety nine, a, a young woman, twenty two years old, 
is murdered and thrown into a well. Hmm. Her lover, who was boarding at the house she lived in, was arrested for murder. He was the last person seen with her, and they were having a relationship of some kind. Well, uh, now, they, were having, uh, they were having a sexual one. He was a lover. Yes. That, yeah, I guess I gave that away. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Jack. You uh, don't know who you're talking to. You're very quick beach. to... Yes. I'm a I sexual se- investigator, and I found your <laughs> breadcrumbs. They were porking. Admit it. The uh, Quaker family, the the young lady's family was Quaker. Um, uh, uh, they kept her body on display in the house for everyone who wanted to see it to come by and look at it because it's um, bruised and looks like she's been beaten. Yeah, um, she's... And so many people wanted to see it that they moved it outside into the street for viewing. What? Um, for, in three days. This goes on for three days. Uh, but it gets people very upset. Like, okay. people are very angry. And they they want the border hung. Um, his name is okay. Levi Weeks. Mm-hmm. So his brother had a construction business. And he's very, very well off. At the time, he is building Alexander Hamilton's house. And he ends up hiring a dream team to defend his brother. Aaron Burr, Alexander Hamilton, and future Supreme Court Justice Brockhurst Livingston. Mm -hmm. Of course, I know him. So Hamilton's style as a lawyer is very brash and emotional, um, bordering on nasty to even his own defendant. (laughs) One of... One of Hamilton's friends said he displayed, quote, utmost animosity and cruelty in the courtroom. Aaron, on the other hand, uh, doesn't get into fights in the courtroom. He's not antagonistic. He doesn't have emotional Mm -hmm. outbursts. Sure. And Hamilton would literally spend hours giving a speech or, you know, summation. And Aaron would do the same thing, but in 20 minutes. Aaron was very Mm -hmm. concise. And got to the hours. point. A literal hours. Um, on the first day of the trial, spectators screamed. Well, by Levi. the way, though, he's rapping a lot of that, and some of that is song, so it just takes longer. Right. That's right. No, that you make a good point. You know. Yeah. On the first day of the trial, spectators screamed Levi should be crucified as he entered the court. The defense had witnesses claim uh, the victim was sleeping with different men at the boarding house, including her married cousin. And pointed out another boarder was very possibly the killer. Now, that is probably true. This other guy probably did kill her because he eventually um, was uh, uh, convicted of sexual assault and then deported back to England and then committed a crime there and was hung. So he was very, yeah, a problem. Um, But the jury ends up by this dream team being convinced that Levi is a decent man and that the woman had committed suicide. Mm. She beat herself. Now, remember, they, as he was being l- led into the court, they're screaming, crucify him and hang him. And when he was acquitted, the courtroom Give applauded. him gifts. Hug him. <laughs> so they were, wow, but quite he, a turnaround. Yeah. So they were very, 
they're very good lawyers, Burr and Hamilton. A good team. Right, okay. But he still the guy still had to flee town because every New Yorker thought he was guilty and wanted to kill him. Um, okay. So presidential elections come in 1800. Now, back then, the state assembly picked electors for each state. So presidential elections start in April when people are voting for the members of the assembly. Because that's how you pick okay. your, your president, basically. Your, okay. So Aaron starts creating alliances. He had uh, people, he had a staff collecting statistics on counties. Mm-hmm. Wow. This could not have been going on at the time by anyone else. Oh, no. No way. <laughs> uh, we're not going to do any of that. We've actually just, we're, we're watching, trying to read these tea leaves. This is it. He... Like, he found out who was which party, who would work polling places, who would donate. Like, he just knew all the information about all these people. Right. Today, this is how campaigns are done. But when he started doing this, Federalists were fucking baffled and didn't like like it. he's like Steve Kornacki of the 1800s. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, okay. they're, they're just like, what in the fuck is he doing? And it's wrong. Like, that's it. Oh, the, oh, oh, God. So they're like, this is disgusting. He's coming up with specifics. I don't like this numbers thing. That's the devil's handiwork. So Thomas Jefferson, who's running, knows they need to win New York and that he needs Aaron because Aaron's a big player in New York. Okay. So, um, for the so he he has Aaron sort of take charge, and for the assembly elections, Aaron goes out and picks war heroes, an ex governor, very high, highly respected businessmen to run for the assembly, and the Federalists and their candidates just look lame in comparison. He basically okay. goes out and picks like guys people like, and the Federalists are just like these are our guys. Uh huh. Aaron's house he turns into a campaign headquarters. There are round-the-clock snacks. There are mattresses around snacks. for people to sleep on because they're working so hard. Like, it's Gosh, a whole... you know, sometimes I just feel like it's so nice to get away and just lay on a mattress that's comfortable. But also, <laughs> like, at that time, did they have home delivery of mattresses available, Dave? <laughs> no, no, I don't think so. Why? What are you thinking of? I don't know. It's just like there's certain companies where... I, I can't remember. My friend was telling me about one that he loved. Uh, he- Helix? But it's like oh, they Helix deliver the sleep. mattress straight... See, he'll sleep. That was it. Yeah. Basically, oh, this is organic. A, this is going great. By the way, they're going <laughs> to this stuff. So, what kind of snacks do you know? Um, Hello Fresh. No, no, I'm serious. Like, what, are, what are they like? I don't what know. Are, they, what, are, they, what, are, they what are 1800 insane. snacks? Do you have any? I mean, like, what, what were they? Snacks? Probably dried meats and fruits. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just like cranberries, Twinkies. Yeah, <laughs> gut rotting. Okay. Um, now he they, he did he had them do no personal attacks on Federalists. Um, there was no fraud, and they won all thirteen seats. Total wow. fucking sweep. Wow. So he's a bit of a. Everyone's like, this guy's a fucking genius. And by the way, have you had his snacks? This guy, he's invented something called pigs in a blanket. What? I don't believe. No, no, it's not what you think. It's tiny cocktail sausages in some dough. Mmm. I would prefer a pig in a blanket. Yes, I think the more we hear about it, we would all love a full-size pig in an actual (laughs) duvet. (laughs) Now, the Federalists are very upset by this. 
and they hold a meeting. Okay. To stop the assembly from choosing New York's elector. Mm-hmm. Instead, they wanted to have their governor, John Jay, pick the elector. So essentially what we are talking about is a coup. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Feels like it. They knew it could lead to something serious, as serious as a civil war, but they'd rather do that than have Jefferson win. Alexander Hamilton Imagine. is for this... Alexander Hamilton is for this completely undemocratic coup. He goes to Jay and asks him asks to hold a secret meeting of the legislature immediately so they could change the laws before Republicans take over Hamilton. Quote, it will not do to be over scrupulous by a strict adherence to ordinary laws. Scruples of delicacy and propriety ought not to hinder the taking of a legal and constitutional action to prevent an atheist in religion and a fanatic in politics from getting possession of the state. Democracy. Uh, Dave, I think it would be... Again, I'm just assuming it would be a lot easier for me if you could kind of wrap that a little bit. It doesn't... Scrupulous is a tough one to rhyme, but, I mean, I'm just having, like... When you do it, I feel like your delivery's off, you know? It's like, he would do it a lot more like this and talk about the scrupulous, but, you know, a little more like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, for future, if you're going to quote the guy. Sure. Because no, it's I hard it. for me to, it's hard for me to, I'm actually, what, what you're doing is I'm picking up on the actual information, and I'd rather just kind of be bopping my head. Yeah, sure, sure. Basically, Hamilton was try, uh, trying to stop the peaceful transfer of power in an election that was not being contested. I don't know if you've heard anybody doing that, but at nope. this point, we could compare nope. Hamilton nope. to a guy named Trump. No. A very happy so wait, are a you dangerous saying it's possible we could, are you? Is it possible we could get the Trump musical? That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure, but there's not a lot we can do. That's why we're going in the other direction. It's time for a coup. It was not rapping so much. But I don't rap as much as I just talk. <laughs> That's my whole thing. That's exactly what I thought. Um, luckily, when Hamilton went to John Jay and asked if he would uh, take part in overthrowing an elected government, uh, John Jay said no. Um, so after his success, uh, Aaron's success, and because he was a New Yorker, Republicans picked Aaron Burr for VP to run with Jefferson. Now, at Is this that point, the way it worked back then. I no, you yeah. would vote for yeah. different guys, um, and you could vote Wasn't for the, the VP two? candidate. Okay, right. Okay, you could vote for the VP right. candidate to be president. Like you could t- vote any way you wanted. Right. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so the election is very partisan. Uh, a lot of hyperbolic language to scare people from voting for the other side. They said voting for Jefferson would cause carnage that Americans had never seen before. Rape, incest, and atheism would be everywhere. Rumors that a civil war was starting uh, came. There were tons of ugly attacks. Federalist Adams was called not masculine and even a hermaphrodite. Jefferson was attacked for fathering children with one of his slaves, which is true. Right. So uh, the election's insanely close. The second ballot, now this is with the, the electors. The electors have been picked, so now the electors are picking by, you know, by the states. 
Right. Okay. So the second ballot, Jefferson and Aaron are tied with 73 votes. Wow. So the winner would be picked now because it was tied by the House of Representatives, and each state has one vote. Jefferson needs eight Federalists to switch over so he can win, basically. And Federalists hate Jefferson. They fucking hate him. So as a tactic, a bunch of them decide they're going to support Aaron Burr to be president. So Aaron goes to Jefferson and says, look, I don't want, I don't want the presidency, and I'll walk away from VP if it'll help the situation. I'll pull myself out. Wow. Aaron publicly comes out and says, I do not want to be president. And then the Federalists are like, well, you have no fucking choice. That's such you a have, turn on. You have to accept the will of the people. But it's not the will of the people. It's just a bunch of fucking dudes right. who've been picked. Like, it's not. Yeah. But, yeah, right, right. Um, so Hamilton now realizes his party might put Aaron Burr in office and freaks the fuck out. Okay. He told colleagues, quote, for heaven's sake, let not the Federalist Party be responsible for the elevation of this man. So he starts attacking we, listen, Aaron Listen, it won't be so bad with the rape, incest, and the, all that <laughs> stuff going, atheism. When you really think about it, that's maybe the America we deserve. So he, uh, he starts attacking Aaron Burr. He says Aaron Burr will immediately go to war with Britain, that he's overly ambitious, that he's a narcissist, that he's immoral. (laughs) And is he like in the mirror saying all this? He's also, uh, (laughs) what else? A real piece of shit. He insinuates Aaron abandoned his military post during the war by faking an illness. He tries to paint Aaron as caring for nothing, not his family, not his country, not society saying he loves nothing but himself. Aside from the pigs in the blanket, this man is worthless. <laughs> so Washington is debating. It's like a big thing. And Aaron stays out of Washington. Um, he goes to... In Albany, he, he attends his uh, Theo's wedding. She's 18. She's marrying wealthy South Carolinian Joseph Alston. Now, some people think that she's marrying Alston because Aaron is in so much debt... Uh, that he can help him get out get out of it. Oh, wow. Wow. And people don't like Alston. He's arrogant. And one woman called him, quote, most, the most intolerable mortal ever. Hmm. But That's still, bad. not as bad as some of the immortals. Also easy on the eyes. Yeah, okay. Um, but he actually loved Theo, and he loved how smart she was. So... Aaron's angry now that he keeps having to tell people he doesn't want to be president. He, oh, everyone, like the Republicans in the little, like, and everyone, you see, that's the attitude we need in a president. <laughs> no, I don't, please do not do this to me. I do not want to be president. Well, someone's got their stump speech. I don't, I'm serious. If you do that, I will walk away. All right, Mr. President. <laughs> that's our guy. That's our fella. Right, so this is a time when that was the problem. Um, Southern Republicans, you know, who support Jefferson, don't believe him. Um, it's all a he, bit of a smoke screen. 
he keeps telling Federalists that he wants nothing to do with their plan. All right, Mr. President. Um, and then Hamilton and Federalists, some Federalists start spreading rumors that Aaron had double agents working in Washington, seeing if siding with Republicans or Federalists would help him become president. So he's just and like, he's just like, no, I seriously, don't I don't that. want it. I don't. Oh, here we go. All right, we'll play your game. <laughs> Let's say you do get it. What's your first plan? No, I don't I, want it. No. All right. So you're open. So the, the tie break in the House starts on February 11th, 1801, and it, it goes on for days. Like, they're voting. They're literally, like, would vote in the middle of the night, and they're running around with their nightcaps on, their little, remember how people used to sleep in hats? You're, stop it. This is, like, three yeah, yeah, seriously. shit. Yeah, they no, are running really around like the running to vote in, in their, their sleeping yeah. caps. In their ha- when you wore hats to sleep because because you need a hat for every occasion. Why? Um, Why did we wear sleeping hats? Was it just because I don't know? Cold? It's the it's, well, I don't. I never. I a just can't sleeping, imagine trying to sleep in a hat, dude. We gotta get that back. <laughs> it is time to bring back the sleeping cap. All right. Well, I'm off to bed. There we are. <laughs> I've got my night hat on. <laughs> so they're tied after days. Um, and remember, one guy doesn't want it. They're just re-voting. Yes. And it just Voting, keeps being counting tied. counting it, tie, re-vote. Yeah. Okay. Finally, a Federalist breaks it after uh, Jeffrey assures him that he will let one of his friends keep a political appointment. So... It comes down to some so, simple little favor. Little bribe, right, okay. And that guy withholds his vote, and he gets some other Federalists to do the same. And after 36 ballots, wow. Jefferson is president and Aaron is VP. Okay, and he's like, thank God. And they're like, oh, don't pretend. We we'll know what you were up time. to. Yeah, we, yeah, you haven't heard the last of us, Burr. You'll be president, you son of a bitch. No, I do not. Listen, you listen to me. Oh, I do not want I to be president. I love this. I love no, this. Stop saying you love it. I am not kidding. I have Th- no interest in this job. So you That's d- our guy. D- stop sh- stop nodding at me like you're proud. This is no, the most presidential is, say, speech I've ever it heard. It is not a sp- it's not a speech. I am sim- listen stop. to me. Listen listen say, listen. Say it again. No. No, I'm not going to say, say listen to me. Listen stop say whispering. Listen to it. listen to me. Mm-hmm. I not only do not want it, I will not oh. take it. I will not oh. be. I stop enjoying it listen on that to level. You. I, listen, yes, listen My to me. My little president. Listen to. I am. Do not call me that. I have no interest in the job. I, oh. Aaron Burr, do not, will not, want to be president ever. Okay, don't, don't do it. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna leave America. How about this? I hate America. I hate America. I hate Americans. Oh. Okay. I, I'm so voting for you. No, do not it's vote such for a good, me. It's such a good stump speech. It's I not just, a stump speech. I have no speech. I, hear, I will not. It's so humble. Something I haven't told you is that I'm actually French, okay? I cannot. Uh, I'm actually a French person, <laughs> huh? What is I'm Republican, you? so this is great. Uh, so people across the country, especially in New York, Celebrate the new administration at an inaugural party. One guest noted, quote, a number of the guests drank so many toasts that in the night they returned to their houses without their hats. And, a, and another toast. That's <laughs> they, I, they weren't even just getting uh, drunk. So they were just they were getting drunk from toasting. 
I was so drunk I lost my hat. That's how. A toast to losing your hats. I think it is the best. A toast on another toast. I just actually want to do a toast to Tom's toast. Tom gave us such a great toast. I think it's time we did a toast to Tom's toast. A toast to Tom's toast. To Tom and his toast. I actually have a toast of my own. I was actually, I was earlier today, saw a dog. Yeah, I just wanted to commemorate seeing the dog with a toast. A toast! Woo! Where's our hats? Dude, I, I'm going out tomorrow night, and I'm coming back hatless. That's how I'm going to party so Dude, fucking hard. we were hard. out, I'm not kidding, like, only two of us had our hats on by the end of it. Holy shit! Yeah, like, a yeah, group of nine, we don't even how... know where our hats were. Wow. Big it's night. It's like, that is a great way to put it. How was it, Dude. Hatless. Hatless. We, we, we were hatless. So now in New York, Republicans start fighting amongst themselves because between Clinton, Burr, and Livingston supporters, those are the big groups now, okay. um, but they've always had problems with each other. So DeWitt Clinton, who is George Clinton's nephew... Sure. Hates Aaron because Aaron backs Livingston for New York mayor. Okay. So DeWitt Clinton starts working with political enemies to ruin Aaron. <laughs> but pe- people keep trying to ruin him. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Jefferson noticed Aaron is starting to lose clout in New York and starts to push him aside a little bit. Okay. Uh, the Southern Republicans are also worried that a New Yorker could win the next presidential election, uh, which would hurt Virginia's power. So they are also worried about Burr. Okay. And Aaron has to deal with a new onslaught of criticism from anonymous Federalists, which come in the form of dirty stories printed about his sexual behavior. Hmm. Okay. So they're just talking about how he bangs a lot. Yeah. One of the stories was titled simply Aaron Burr, question uh, exclamation point. And it said he seduced women all over New York City and had illegitimate children all over the place. Okay. And that he was now going to ruin women in D.C. with the same business. So he's just, he just fucks his way through a town like a bed bug. That's right. Okay. So now Aaron thinks that answering these attacks are just beneath him. He doesn't want to go down to that level. And, and he also thought he had nothing to worry about. Quote, I always presume my friends will treat as false everything said of me, which ought not to be true. <laughs> okay. So even though the slander... Uh, he, he thinks that the slander could actually be helpful because it would make the Federalists look stupid by, by knowing coming that up with these ridiculous lie. stories. Yeah. Right. And um, that it would bring Republicans closer together because they would all get his back. Right. But it, this is just the beginning of his enemies painting him as a sexual deviant. It doesn't help that uh, Washington, D.C. is a new city, and all the politicians are living together in just a few boarding houses. Oh. 
That's so right. they're eating together, they're working together, and then they're sleeping in rooms next to each other. So it's an atmosphere that just leads to a lot of rumor and gossip and, you know. Right. They're in a little bubble. Bullshit. And Aaron does have affairs. Like he does. <laughs> imagine, imagine DC being a bubble. Okay. But he definitely sleeps uh, around. Um, sure. I will say the person who did the research said he didn't, but he definitely has... It's not 100% proven, or I think it might have been 100% proven with DNA, but he definitely sleeps with um, his wife's, like, I don't know how do you say it, valet, slave, and has kids. Okay. So he's definitely cheating on on that level. Um, but wait, at this point, he is unwed, correct? Oh, he was cheating when his wife was alive, you mean? Oh, his wife's dead now. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, she died. Yeah, he was cheating when his wife was alive but on, okay. with that. So whatever. Right. But okay. he's having affairs with women. He, he's just he's yeah, a he's ladies man. Around. So he's yeah. He reportedly yeah. had a bachelor pad in Philadelphia. Um, he probably had an affair with Madame Lenora Sensei, who wrote a, erotic novels and was constantly mm. cheating on her older husband. <laughs> I like the idea that she's writing all these erotic novels, and he's like, "Darling, where do you come up with this stuff?" <laughs> I mean, some of these stories are just absolutely bewildering. This one, Pool Boy, what is <laughs> Pool Boy? Y- yes, I know. Um, yeah, I was just watching the Pool Boy clean one day, and I thought, oh, wouldn't that be crazy? But none of that's true, obviously. I don't know m- much about him other than he just cleans the pool. Um, mm. But yeah, you'll find a lot of these are just fantastic adventures that play in my uh-huh. mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the term doggy style, I just I don't know. I just sort of thought of it one day. It's not something I would ever imagine anyone would actually do. Actually, I don't even know if the human body could contort in that way. Although I suppose one could if potentially the suitor was either on their knees or standing on, say, something that was lower ground. Like, say, if I guess if I were to be laying on the bed on all fours, and that's just a turn of phrase that just popped into my head. I should jot that down. But on all fours, and then the potential suitor, whoever it might be. I mean, in reality, it would be only you, darling. But in this one, I don't know. Let's just say it's one of those police officers were to be standing on the bed while, uh, on the floor behind the bed. And that would probably give the crotch level to be able to go into me. But who knows? This Again, is very I mean, it's detailed. Just, Yes, and I would imagine that you would come so hard from that just because it's able to, you know, the sensation can be quite strong at that point. Uh, anyway, I should get cooking. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty uh, hard. Great. Go take care of that. I'm um, sore from riding. No. Oh, <laughs> of course. Okay. Um, so Aaron and her had met before she married and it seems it gone on a while. Sex is really important to Aaron. Um, there's no evidence he's a monster like or anything, but, and ruining women, but he likes smart, accomplished, independent women. Um, not at all like the type he's accused of, like he's accused of taking advantage and like that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but that's not at all the type of woman he was into. And then he, he was known mean, for staying. Advantage? What do you, uh, you mean? Like, like a, a um, woman, like ahead. a younger or someone who is, right. you know, easy to um, 
that that you're suggesting manipulate that people or are, right manipulation. Okay, right. Yeah. Um, New York City newspaper editor James Cheatham uh, probably was the worst in going after Aaron. He published pamphlets on how evil and crafty Aaron was. He made fun of Aaron's supporters and friends and insinuated those who supported him were unmanly and possibly gay. I mean, there's just... (laughs) It's never (laughs) been... It's just so... It's just so similar, and yet it's just amazing that that still is like... It's just so juvenile. Yeah. Oh, it's like, ridiculous. Just be like, yeah, he's gay, probably. Like, uh, he likes Aaron Burr. He's got to be gay. Don't you understand? If you like him, you're gay. Ooh. Um, Cheatham also met with Jefferson to spread what rumors. What a great name for a fucking cheater. <laughs> Cheatham also met with Jefferson to spread rumors that Aaron actually tried to steal the election... Uh, the election uh, and that he had no interest in winning? That he was yes, like, please don't yes. vote for me? They're like, that's how he yes. was cheating. You can <laughs> listen to me. My name's Mr. Cheatham. So Jefferson's now, Jefferson's now done with Aaron, and he doesn't talk shit publicly, but he also doesn't defend him with all these attacks, even when Aaron asks him to, okay. because Jefferson wants James Madison to be his successor, and he wants Aaron gone as VP. So... He's fine with the attacks, and he's meeting with Cheatham. So, um, at the 1804 Republican Caucus, Aaron doesn't get one single vote for VP. Wow. Instead, it went to George Clinton. One man spoke George against Clinton it, saying... George Clinton or the other Clinton? George. Oh, George, okay. Um, one man spoke against it, saying they were throwing a man who had done a lot uh, for the party out, quote, without specifying any charge against him or offering any proofs to support it. So he's out. He won't and be the next VP candidate. Just so I'm totally clear, why, why do they want him out so badly at this point? Because of all the sort of pr- progressive views he holds? I mean, if you're... No, it's, it's simply politics. The Republicans don't want a powerful New Yorker. Okay, so it's that. The, su- the Southern Republicans the don't want a powerful New Yorker. Right, okay. So that's... Um, okay. Jefferson wants a different guy. Um, he's got... He's got the bad, you know, rumors the about sexual, him now. Like, it's, it's, okay. a, it's a bunch of... It's a bunch of ridiculous things swirling around a guy who's just minding his business and doing his job. Right. It's death by a thousand fake cuts. Yeah. Like, no, right. really, nobody has use for him anymore politically, whereas before he was important. Now they're like, nah. Right. He helped with New York, and then his popularity there isn't what it used to be, so he's, there's less upside. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he decides to now run for governor of New York. Okay. His friends sell him to voters uh, saying he's uh, open, uh, based on his open and manly conduct. So they're trying to counter the... They're trying to... Uh, Right, so they're saying he's very honest about what he does, and also he's a man, so they're saying, like, no, he likes to fuck. Well, uh, he's honest, he's a man, and uh, he'll bang anything. <laughs> um, they also touted his military service. Uh, if he's busy in office, he can't bang your wife like a drum. Do you understand? <laughs> 
Hamilton spreads a lie that as governor, Aaron would try to get New York and New England to secede from the Union. <laughs> okay. Um, well, he's a erotic, real gossip, huh? Oh, Hamilton's terrible. Um, erotic poems about Aaron are published. One said he took groups of men to his home and performed sexual favors on them for votes. Wow. That's a so lot they're of really votes. working. That's a lot of like... blowjobs. Yeah. But by the way, any jobs are good for the economy. That's so, right. You know what I mean? Have we seen this week's blowjob numbers? <laughs> um, the poems called his friends and supporters male prostitutes. Aaron puts on a brave face. Uh, he tells Theo that he would send her some, quote, new and amusing stories about himself from the paper. So he's oh, just one not... of them about how I'm sucking all my friends' dicks. How are you? It's, it's hilarious. Here's, here's an article from Dad. You're going to love this one. <laughs> about me sucking off gents. Yeah. <laughs> For votes. Um, he refuses to condemn, condemn the slanders as he says it's beneath him. So all this time, even though it helped lead to him losing his VP slot, he, he is still, still like, I'm not going to not going to take the bait. Right. Um, he campaigns on reforming city government for average citizens, um, lightening property requirements for voting, making mayor an elected position, abolishing, giving greater weight to the vote of wealthy people. Legalizing blowing your friends for votes. So he's just sticking to the issues, and the attacks are continuing. And his loyal friends start to kind of back away because wow. they don't believe the rumors, but they're like, man, this they're is a associated, shit show. Right. Yeah, and they don't want to be associated with it. Um, one friend said Aaron was going to go down, and his friend should not have to be, quote, dragged along with him. Oh, boy, now, at the beginning... At the beginning of the election he'd been, uh, campaign, he'd been favored to win, but due to the attacks, he lost by the largest margin of any uh, gubernatorial election in New York history. Wow. God so Jefferson, Jefferson didn't need him as a you know, northern New York doesn't um, want him. Republican. So he's politically irrelevant. He, he's just not needed by his party, so no one really helped him out, and then they, you know, they just, everyone just let him get slaughtered yeah, by just these like, attacks. Okay. One article during the election had quoted Hamilton. So it's an article writing about Hamilton speaking to higher-up Federalists. Okay. The article said, quote, I could detail you a still more despicable opinion of which General Hamilton has expressed to, of Mr. Burr. So he's saying he's not but going he to. He shit. But he said something terrible about Burr. Hamilton did. The writer, yes. Right. The writer never said it what, what it was, but the word despicable has connotations. Apparently, an insu, ins, insinuation that he is having sex with his daughter, Theo. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Because they're very close, and people are like, right. what's up with that? Why does he like his daughter also, so if she's you're a saying, woman? If you're, you're suggesting that there's going to be atheism and incest, that kind of plays into that a little bit. Yeah, they've already, right, they've already been doing all that shit. They've planted that seed. So Aaron didn't find out about this Off the record, he's a daughter fucker. Now, why don't we get back to your <laughs> questions? <laughs> so Aaron doesn't find out um, about it, this thing that's said until after the election. 
Okay. And he's now pissed. Let's go. He felt Hamilton had, quote, long indulged himself in illiberal freedom with my character. He has a peculiar talent of saying things improper and offensive. Now, he's, he's confronted Hamilton twice before for saying shit, and both times Hamil- Hamilton apologized, but then he keeps doing it anyway. Right. So over a decade, Hamilton and his friends have been dragging Aaron, and he has oh, not, man, he has not responded done. at all. He hasn't responded at all. And now it's all. finally, he's just like, all right. I mean, it's amazing that he's held out this long, but the second you hear something like that, you are like, all right, you motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Also, he like he like took it when it was about himself, but now it's right now. Yeah, right. If, yeah, yeah. So now we're seeing insert shots of close ups of like him lacing his boots, tightening them up, <laughs> putting on his jacket, it going up his arm. The buttons on the cuffs are getting buttoned tightly. The ties getting tied properly, and then his neck kind of cracks, and he just looks in the mirror at himself, and he just goes, "I'm gonna fuck him up," and then he's out the front well, remember, door, right? He didn't respond to Hamilton, even though Hamilton paid a guy so he could fuck his wife. Like, yeah, he let he let all that shit slide. Yeah, um, you know he's been quite patient. So Hamilton sends uh, so Aaron sends Hamilton a letter, and Hamilton reads it and he's like, "I'm not going to apologize." And despicable can mean a lot of things. What grade of despicable was? the author talking about. He couldn't issue an apology for a vague statement. Plus, he says it's politics. Quote, I trust on more reflection, you will see the matter in the same light as me. If not, I can only regret the circumstances and abide the consequence. So they end up writing angry letters. Okay. He's not apologizing and he's saying, yeah, what happens, happens. So they write angry letters back and forth. And finally, Aaron sends Hamilton a verbal challenge to duel through a friend. Mm-hmm. And Hamilton accepts. Oh, man. And Hamilton... These letters. Are these letters... Are the letters available anywhere? These are, I believe, yeah. Oh, man. I bet they um, start the ratcheting up. So Hamilton, before, before the duel, he writes a letter in case he dies for publication. No, he writes a musical. <laughs> okay, so he's By the way, that's quite a move Did he do that before yeah. his other duels, I wonder? Or is he no, starting he to be not. like He didn't, so he's I like I do not believe he did So he, well, part he of him is like He's like, yeah, I should, probably shouldn't have done the daughter banging stuff Despicable does have connotation with that So, I don't know he just Here's my just in case I pass letter so it said, uh, morally and religiously, he's opposed to dueling, but he needed to duel to keep his reputation intact. Now, this is a guy who hates dueling, but has had 10 duels. Yeah, so he's never said he hated dueling before right. until now. Now he's like, and he's I done it a bunch be, of times. My hand is being forced. None of the duels were fatal, and he'd never said he was against dueling before, even after his son died in a duel. Right. Aaron has only been in one duel with Hamilton's brother-in-law, and no one was hurt. And that one was what? No one was hurt. Oh, no one was hurt. Okay, right. Hamilton also and the way, writes... And the, and, sorry, and the way that works, right, is that basically you, like, you both load, 
you shoot, you miss, you shoot, you miss, then you reload, and then... No, you shoot... You only get one. You shoot, you miss, and then you go, are we, are are we, we done? And, and, then you and a lot of times they go, you can miss yeah, on purpose and go, okay, we're good. We did the duel. Okay. My honor right. is intact. Your honor is intact. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so Hamilton also writes he has nothing to do with Aaron personally, just politically, but he'd been attacking him personally for 12 fucking years. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's gaslighting. Aaron, yeah. Hamilton wrote he'd throw away the first shot, maybe his second. Right. Giving, quote, double opportunity to Colonel Burr to pause and reflect. So he's saying, I will miss on purpose, and, and then Burr think can about think, about, think about it. I want and you to think about this for a second. Some historians believe Hamilton added this to make sure if he died, Aaron's reputation would be ruined forever. Right. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help. With Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it. But either way, fun. Half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd. And the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Aaron does not write a public statement. He just writes a goodbye letter to Theo. Quote, I am indebted to you, my dearest Theodosia, for a very great portion of the happiness which I have enjoyed in this life. You have completely satisfied all that my heart and affections had hoped or even wished. And then he asks her to burn a bundle of... thanks for marrying that rich guy. That really (laughs) helped a lot. Great call. Great call. Now I have a home. And then he asked her to burn a bundle of his letters so they uh, don't ruin any reputation. So all the love letters that he has, he's like, burn those things so no one... Okay. Yeah. Um, now, Theo didn't know about the duel. Um, he just sent She was her, like, got a just... weird letter from Dad. He wants me to burn all his letters. <laughs> Dad's weird. Um, he doesn't sleep well the night before. Uh, they have to go to New Jersey. They have to cross the river and go to New Jersey because... Um, it's illegal in New York. Sure. So Burr and his second, William Van Ness, arrived first. And okay. um, when, ha- when Hamilton and his second, Nathaniel Pendleton, arrive, 
They discussed the rules of the duel. So um, what are we thinking? Just kind of standard shoot at each other? Yep. <laughs> okay, great. Good to... I probably could have stayed home. <laughs> so duels are illegal. So the boatman and the attending doctor can't witnesses, witness it. So they go somewhere where they can't see it. We're going to go to Friday's. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Hamilton brings the pistols as they agreed upon. That's They're weird. track pistols, and they have what? a hair trigger, which is something Aaron would not have known about. Giving what Hamilton hair, an advantage. What's a hair trigger? It, you don't have to squeeze it as hard. It just goes really light tap. Okay, right, a little tappy. So that gives Hamilton an advantage. And he doesn't tell Aaron. So that they gives take him the, an advantage because it's going to be easier for Burr to shoot early and not get his Burr, aim properly. Well, Burr can go, go like be raising it up and accidentally right. hit goes the trigger. Off. Right, right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so they take their positions, and Hamilton asks for time. Time he out. Puts on his gla- he puts on his glasses. And he places his eye to the side of the pistol several times, slowly aiming at different targets. Now, does this sound like a guy who's going to throw away a shot, like he said? No, no. But maybe he's playing a head game. Would that give the guy you're um, about to have a duel with the impression that you're aiming to kill? Yes. Yeah, it would. All right, let's see. If I hold it like that, that would work. Boom. Okay, and then it goes (laughs) over there. Bang, get him right there. Okay, kill that son of a bitch. All right. I'm ready to take the peaceful route. Hamilton, Hamilton says he's ready, and the duel begins. They paced, and they turned. Aaron shoots Hamilton. Aaron then cries out, face, quote, surprised and regretful, according to Pendleton. Okay. So Hamilton's on the ground, and Aaron wants to speak to him, but his second, Van S won't allow it. And he hustles him off to the boat. And Hamilton dies the next day. Wow. Now, lies, by the time he dies, lies have already started by Hamilton's friends that only Aaron shot. Right. According to both seconds, both men shot and followed the rules. What? Both said Aaron was shocked and regretful, but the seconds had different stories of what happened and who shot first and how long between the first shot and the second shot. So no one's ever going to know what happened. But it but doesn't sound... But we think sound. they both shot. They did both shoot. For sure, we know that. Do we know where Hamilton shot? No. No, okay. It doesn't sound like Aaron knew Hamilton was planning to miss with his first shot, as he said in his letter. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like he shot close, and then Aaron shot and killed him. Right. History books usually state what Hamilton's friends said happened. Right. That Aaron shot first, and Hamilton's pistol just discharged accidentally as he fell. Okay. This doesn't make any sense based on what the second said, which was that they both shot. Right. So we either think, way, okay. It sounds like what happened was Hamilton aimed, shot, hit a branch above, um, 
for Aaron, and then Aaron killed Hamilton. That's what it. Right. That's what it sounds like happened. But again, nobody knows for sure. But but the most historians just act like what Hamilton's friend said is true, which right. is taking the he side of the dead guy. Right. But either way, overnight. Hamilton was a beloved martyr, and Aaron was one of the most hated men in the nation. Wow. So Aaron goes home and waits for news, because Hamilton's still alive when they take him off. And then he sends a letter to the the doctor. It's not great when you shoot a guy, and then it's like, get him in the boat. You're like, that's a long ride. That's not great, honestly. Just the one oar, too. You should have brought two oars. That's going to be a while. I'm a one-oar guy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I like to do it like the Italians do. I'll sort of sing as we're going. La Stradionia. Yeah, okay. Um, so he, uh, he's t- he gets a little tired of waiting, and he sends a letter to um, the doctor and asks if Hamilton would, would recover. Aaron's already, be called, he's already being called an assassin. Cheatham lies. And says Aaron... <laughs> what a great line. <laughs> Cheatham <laughs> lies. Who could have seen this coming? Cheatham lies saying Aaron had wore what was that time's version of a bulletproof vest. Oh, wow. Um, and Which then was after what? Just he, a big thing of iron? It's like silk. It's like some silk thing, I think. Silk? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's uh, a sheet. I don't remember. It's a, it's a nice This sheet stops top. bullets. Yeah, right. It's a ne- yeah, okay. It's a negligee. Um, and then afterwards, uh, he went and celebrated in a tavern. He was, right. quote, wading through the blood of his fellow citizens and laughing at the lamentations of widows and orphans. I mean, so, that even if, even, even if he did kill Hamilton on purpose and was happy about it, you don't go driving the trophy around the parking lot publicly if you're like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not like that tone deaf as far as how society works where you're like, oh, yes. Well, excuse me while I jump in his blood like they're puddles. All the widows (laughs) gather around so I can point and giggle. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. So, um, you know, this is obviously false, but historians, most historians, not most, many historians take these... Lies that Cheatham created as fact to paint Aaron as an evil murderer, hmm. which includes the guy who wrote a book that the musical Hamilton is based on. Uh, but it's a lie. But maybe don't have a guy who writes about electronics for the Wall Street Journal write a history book that you then base your. I think that's what he did, tech writing. But I, but he does. He's like a Wall Street Journal shithead, and then he uh, writes a book about Hamilton, in which he gets shitloads wrong, and then and someone then, bases a musical on it. And that musical has just because yes. we're simple people, that musical has just <laughs> like let's set not that say, lore in cement. Well, let's not say we're simple people. This is a liberal, a very much a liberal Democrat loved thing. And we have a very serious problem in this country of that particular group of people not knowing history. Well, I just mean that we, uh, once you have a song stuck in your head, you're like, that's what happened. So. Well, they, yes. no, they love the, they, lo- they like the music, but they love the history of who Hamilton was. The, uh, right, okay. 
which is not what he was. Right. Which is why they love it. Um, so Aaron is shocked by just the waves of hatred that come and the lies that are being said. Can we go back to talking about how I bang my family? <laughs> that but seemed he also to be thinks, like a little... He's also like, I fucking took shit for fucking years. Yeah, right. And this and suffered and all this shit and 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 now people should understand. Yeah, you guys yeah, should you understand. This on us. Yeah, why is this fuzzy? You right. asshole! Okay, you brought um, yourself a silk bulletproof negligee, which is very comfortable, but also stops bullets. It's yeah, but that by the way, that's what I would wear. Yeah, that's what I wear to school now. I got that in my sleeping cap. So New York, New York starts um, taking steps, investigation, whatever, uh, to prosecute him. Even though the state what, has what, never what prosecuted they? a man for dueling, it's never happened. I was just going to say, what is the charge? I mean, they they have well, agreed is illegal. to duel. Oh, it is, right. Okay, illegal. it is illegal, but it happens. It also happened in New Jersey. They have no jurisdiction. Right. 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 So Aaron realized he was being, quote, driven to some sort of exile and may terminate into an actual and permanent ostracism. So he leaves New York. Okay. Um, he soon heard he was wanted for murder in both New York and New Jersey. Wow. Uh, so he goes, so he goes to the South, and he travels around for a while. Uh, he wrote Theo often, and then he stops at Theo's home in South Carolina and gets to meet Noah's um, grandson for the first time. Now, a- Aaron is still the VP. He hasn't, the new election what? hasn't happened. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So he's a VP on the left. How's your VP doing? His approval ratings are pretty low right now, to be honest. We should really do a TV show called VP on the Lamb. <laughs> Lamb VP. Uh, okay, and then and then Jefferson needs his tie-breaking vote in the Senate, and for Aaron oh, to such pre- trap, uh, he wants him to preside over an impeachment trial. I of would Judge not Samuel Chase. go. I would not. I'd be like, look, dude, I appreciate that, but uh, honestly, this sounds like a real trap. I'm not. Well, we need your vote. <laughs> yeah, right. Bullshit. You hate me. Um, it's the impeachment trial of such Jam. So of Judge Samuel Chase, who was also nicknamed Bacon Face because of his red complexion. Sure, sure. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's, um, boy, really like just some schoolyard shit right there. Like, it really is. Uh, it really we'll call is. you Bacon Face. Like, that hurts my feelings. Well, tough shit, Bacon Face. <laughs> Um, uh, so Aaron goes to D.C., and the Republicans are very warm. Jess, Jefferson is especially nice. Now, this could be because they felt so they fucking bad for no one having his uh, back, and then he had to, and then he shot and killed Hamilton, and they're like, and they did go on the run, and they're, they're probably like, uh, hey, yeah, guy. We helped him out a little bit. Boy, it really got a little crazy, huh? Maybe. I'm just assuming that, though. But, um, Judge Chase is accused of making seditious remarks against Jefferson while on the bench. Uh, he's a courtroom bully. Uh, he does a lot mm. of political speeches from his uh, from the bench. Judge so Aaron takes, Aaron, 
Aaron takes the impeachment super seriously. He sets up a chamber for the event with stadium-like seats. Hmm. <laughs> Bleachers. Uh, I'm sure there's... Hot dogs. Uh, hot get dogs. Get, get your that. Coke. Cold beer. He even created an elegant ladies' gallery so women could Tonight's watch. attendance is either A, 250, B, 225, <laughs> C, 309. <laughs> Or D. Okay. They're doing the wave. This is a little out of control. Um, Aaron doesn't like uh, Judge Chase, but he gives him a fair trial. But Aaron's cold and condescending and interrupted him a lot. Aaron annoyed a few senators with his rigid adherence to the rules. He told the defense lawyer to remove his big winter coat at one point. Get your big winter coat off. This is ridiculous. What the hell are you doing? Take off your big winter coat. At one point, he and a senator got into an argument over eating cake during court. <laughs> all right, look. Yeah, all right, it's one thing to wear a big winter coat. Are we just going to allow people to have cake like it's a birthday party in here? Would anyone like... I love the guy who brings cake. Would anyone yeah. like a little bit of cake for the... Uh, gentlemen, I have, brought, I have brought cake. Fantastic. I'm famished. I'd love a bit May of cake. May we have a recess? <laughs> cake Permission is here. to sing happy birthday. <laughs> One journalist described him as, quote, with the dignity and impartiality, impartiality of an angel, but with the rigor of a devil. Hmm. In the end, Samuel Chase was acquitted. Okay. So the next day, So he, Aaron, is he going to bake and face any more charges? Oh, yeah. He's going to bake and face it all the time. Hmm. Uh, the next day, Aaron gives his farewell address to the Senate. I'll be here. And he apologized to any senator he offended and said he felt no anger or ill will toward any colleagues. And, quote, if the Constitution be destined ever to perish by the sacrilegious hands of the demagogue or the usurper, which God avert, his expiring agonies will be witnessed on this floor. Mm. And his speech is not prepared off the cuff. He riffs. Um, it's powerful. He amazes his friends and his enemies and, quote, left the whole Senate in tears. Wow. Once, one said that after five... One said that after there was five minutes of, of silent and solemn weeping after the speech was over by Except for the one the guy who's like, is it okay if I keep eating this cake? Is it, is it weird to eat cake right now? Is it okay? Is it strange to? I mean, that was great speech, but I just don't want it to go down too much. It is a speech cake. Does anyone want some cake? <laughs> Others said senators we wept for half an hour. Even Federalists, what papers would write about the incredible emotions he stirred. Wow. At the end, Aaron said that he felt a genuine friendship for them and all, uh, for them all, and wished for every man there to remain safe and happy. And then he left, mm. no longer a vice presidential and the vice president. Um, and that's the end of part two. Man, well, I, that Re- that's so crazy to like. I mean, because he's been so vilified, he's been made to be such an enemy, 
And then just through words to be like, everyone's like, maybe we had him. I mean, it's very much like a movie where you're just like, you know, at the end, he's really. It's so crazy how this group of people who are liberals love this play. And the guy who. Yeah, right. Is being held up is literally by Congress compared to a fascist. Yeah, is anti-democratic. Is a fucking vile rumor-starting piece of shit. He's a fucking piece of shit on a human level. Yeah, he wants pure monopoly so that the rich can absolutely crush the poor. He's everything they say they're against. And the guy that apparently believes everything they believe has been completely villainized in an ahistorical bullshit musical. I'll never forget when someone I know, used to be friends with, Hmm. put up on Instagram how amazing Hamilton was. And I hadn't, I didn't, I hadn't seen the player. It was like when before it was hugely popular. She had seen it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "He's everything we're against." And she was like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "He's literally everything we don't believe in." And it, it's just, I wonder where like, this friendship went wrong. <laughs> it's just so fucking crazy. Like, what in the fuck are people doing? Like, so you're this, you're this guy writing a. A musical. I mean, I guess he just took it from the book. But it, yeah, you cannot, I feel like maybe you cannot. He, yeah. You absolutely cannot take a history book written by a Wall Street Journal well, writer at face fucking value. He probably never thought that it would become a cultural like touch point. You know, to this level, not not probably, certainly not a musical. I mean, at some point, but also okay. All right, let me put you in Lin Manuel Miranda's position. Okay. You've spent, like, years writing this thing. The, the, the rhyming, the, all of it. Is, and then, let's say you take it to some guy. You're like, hey, my friends are saying I should probably take this to, like, a real historian. Because, I, you know, I guess I based it off this guy who's, like, a tech writer. What do you think? And the guy's like, well, this is crazy. This is not at all. Like, <laughs> Hamilton's a piece of shit. You're like, well, I'm wondering where I could start to kind of, like, do you feel like if I maybe... Pulled out. No, no, this is a page one rewrite. Like, buddy, this is. We're talking about eight years of my life. I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm still going to go ahead with it. I have no choice. It's. Some of the songs are pretty catchy. You know what I'm saying? So, unfortunately, ugh, tough to hear, but I'm probably going to still produce the play. <laughs> Just a little. I mean, like, really layered stuff went into this. Um, I mean,. Yeah. But it is it, it is crazy to what you're saying. It is it is crazy. It's crazy. It's it's like it's like so much of the history that gets kind of undone on the show a little bit where you're just like, "Well, why? Why 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 do it like this? Why pick you know, why elevate the the bad and uh Well, I can tell you good? why. Cuz well, because lazy. yeah, because yeah, it's I, I mean, do you think it goes any deeper than that? No, yeah, I think that Miranda could have easily just um, read the book and then 
I don't know, read other fucking sources. Yeah, right. Like it's there's not only one history book on Hamilton. Yeah. And you and whenever you read this shit, like I I I go through this and I, I write it and then I go, God, is yeah. that true? And I, I look it up in other places. The yeah, problem sure. with the problem with Burr is that there's the history is majority lies about what he was. But right. there's historical record that shows that it's true. A great example enough. is the duel. The duel right. is very clearly a manufactured narrative by his friends when the seconds said what they said does not match up. Right. I, I, um, I guess I, th- I feel like what you're suggesting, and I'm on board with it, is that we need to write Burr, the response to Hamilton. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but then I'd have to write... R- Shitty rap and um, I can't uh, do that. Yeah, and yes, and I'll, you say, can. I'll say I'll say also um, in the the election of eighteen hundred when Burr was VP and Jefferson mm-hmm. Jefferson was won. president. That was like the 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 crushing of the Federalists, and we were on track to just be a pure aristocracy, um, and it sort of moved things back toward more democracy, right and undoing the damage that Hamilton had done. So it was like a pretty big election. It's, right. Um, business business leaders fucking love Hamilton. The right. guys we've done, yeah, because Henry, he, Henry right. Clay Frick, a right. monster, worshipped Hamilton. Also Napoleon he worshipped. Andrew Carnegie, uh, Andrew Mellon put Hamilton's face on the $10 bill. These are all horrific fucking human beings, rich monsters. They adore Hamilton. So to see liberals now adore Hamilton is mind-scrambling bullshit. And also, also so on character. Oh, here it is. 1947 post-war congressional report titled Fascism in Action listed Alexander Hamilton as an intellectual inspiration for the Nazi regime. Wow. That's the fucking guy that you did a musical about. Wow. So no wonder we are where we are in America right now, because nobody knows any fucking history. He's a bad, bad fucking person. Dude, that's amazing. I mean, that's certainly... Although I think at one point in the musical, he is like, look, politics is a game. It's a lot like Yahtzee. Now, will you excuse me? I'm going to make the blueprint to be a Nazi. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Uh, again, that's research, crazy. By, research by Brittany Brown. Um, sources. Fallen founder of the life of Aaron Burr by Nancy Eisenberg. And then uh, the private journal of Aaron Burr, the memoirs of Aaron Burr, Burr, Hamilton, and Jefferson, a study in character by Roger Kennedy. Dave, I'm the sorry, founding... this sounds like more than one book, which I'm not sure I understand. Why <laughs> <you do that. laughs> the Founding Brothers, the Revolutionary, Revolutionary Generation by uh, Joseph Ellis. Uh, American Emperor, Burr, Aaron Burr's Challenge to Jefferson's America by David Stewart. The Life and Times of Aaron Burr by James Parton. Uh, the Remarkable Rise of Eliza Jumel by Margaret Oppenheimer. The Trees and Oh, no, I won't do that one yet. Uh, Founding Feuds by Paul Aaron. Yeah. Um, and then Senate.gov and 
some new and we're not done. Stuff. No, we got more, man. We're just we're just getting started. Wow. It's would you say it's just the beginning? <laughs> or would that be too much of a reach for you? I don't I don't think I like you. Hmm. Would you say that I've been sense. a little unbelievable? I don't know why we do this. Does it make you want to air run away? <laughs> I'm thinking. I can't believe you wore your winter coat for this whole thing. <laughs> All right. Let's have some cake. Cake time. Bye, baby girl. I love you, Dave. Love you so much. You mean the world to me. Stop it. Nope. Let's say we love each other at the end of this. Let's treat it like bye. a phone call and say how much we love each bye. other. I love you, buddy. I love you. Love All you, right, man. bye. Love you a lot. See you later. Love you. Love bye. You. Love bye. so much.